Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now, you're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Nobody does Radio Row like NBC Sports Radio. Exclusive broadcast continues with more live coverage from Super Bowl 54 in Miami. Can't beat that. Now, here's Florio. Wednesday edition of Pro Football Talk Live, NBC Sports Radio, NBCSN. Hello to our good friends in the UK and in Ireland. Enjoying the program on Sky Sports. We're four days away from the Super Bowl. Big Cat, Chris Sims, Mike Florio here. Brian Dawkins coming up in about 15 minutes. Saquon Barkley later this hour. Kirk Cousins next hour on NBCSN only. So if you're listening on the radio, you better get to a TV for the next hour. If you want to see Kirk Cousins, put me in a full Nelson and or a half Nelson. He'll do one half of the Nelson. Sims, you'll do the other half. <laughs> you're right. I'm joining in. This is going to be the best moment in my life at PFT. It really is. I cannot wait for Kirk Cousins today. I've never been so excited. I mean, we have guys with bigger star power, but... You said some things. Oh, he said some things. And you then, said some things. And, then, and at one point this year, he said, I think Kirk Cousins might be better than Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Right so, now. I'm not right about those things. He said it was all about the other side of the yeah, thing. Yeah, he's I'll got everywhere. I'll be mentioning the Mahomes comment. <laughs> yeah, you will. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, we have to do a draft now. Yeah. Because it's Oh, we're doing that right show? now? We're, yeah. we're doing the draft now. Are you ready? Oh. 100% off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah I don't good. even know. Good, I am too. Mike well, is all complaining about it because he doesn't like it. He's objecting. It's no fun Florio here on a you Wednesday. Know, here we go. Here These we go. Things are said off the air that are meant to be what off the air. Off, what is off? Why was that meant to be I off the air? I strenuously object to this topic. <laughs> what Miami is the topic? Power Rankings, whatever that means. Okay. Draft trivia question for Big Cat. In the last 20 years, there have been four defensive players chosen as Super Bowl MVP. You must name three of them. In the last how many? 20. 20 years. Von Miller? Yes. Ugh. (laughs) And that's that. You want the other three or are you going to try? You're going to do something? I like this, though. This This is a good one. Yeah, uh, you still got two uh, more. Yeah, yeah. No. Ray Lewis, Dexter Jackson, and Malcolm Ray Smith. Lewis. Yeah, okay. Malcolm Smith, the Malcolm MVP Smith actually he, he slipped my mind there. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's right. Yeah, All right, Dexter you get Jackson. the first pick in the Miami Power Rankings. Well, the Miami, I mean, this is easy. 
I mean, I'm going Dan Marino. All right, I'm just going Dan Marino. You suck up. He's going to be on today. I know. I'm going to tell him because tomorrow. because he it, it, to me like made Miami more of like he's he is Miami. I guess that's what I'm going to say. I mean, come on, good looking guy, tan, came down here to Miami, and yeah, they had tradition and everything like that. But I think excited the fan base down here. He was like the Patrick Mahomes of his era. What he was doing. I mean, what he throw for 48 touchdown passes and 5,000 yards in his second year of his career. Uh, he's a staple of this city and what he does. And uh, he just, I don't, I feel like I can't think of Miami without Dan Marino. He's one of the greats of all time and really kind of just symbolizes the city to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a decent pick. Yeah, I don't I know. know. Yeah. Didn't win a Super Bowl. One, I Didn't know. win a Super Bowl. Are you guys going to mention that? Yeah. We'll he usually okay. does. Yeah. yeah he true. usually brings it up. Gets that, it out of the way early. That yeah. stinks. Uh, I'll go with the uh, 80s Miami Hurricanes. How about that? That's a good one. One of the best teams, you know, runs, maybe craziness. spills into the early 90s. Craziness. Michael Irvin, Jimmy Johnson, all that stuff. It's all about the U. Right. Give me that. I like that's that. Good. That's good. I, like that. I know that's criminals. good. It's my yeah. pick. Catholic yeah, versus convicts. What did I say? Convicts versus criminals. Those are the same, same thing. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Mike yeah. Florio, <laughs> that's Mike Florio's family tree. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was very mean-spirited, but, but not it was inaccurate. a good line. But it was a good line. Here's, uh, here's mine. And, and this goes back to my first memory of watching the Super Bowl. Right. Um, Larry Zonka. Ooh, right? Yeah. I'm old. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl eight. Right. Larry Zonka running rough shop. Or rough shot, right. or rough shot, as the case may be, over the Minnesota Vikings, unstoppable. And you would you would look at Larry Zonka, and you would think there is nothing about him that suggests Miami, right? And and that was the guy, that was the thing, that was why Bob Greasy threw fewer passes than Jimmy Garoppolo in the Super Bowl. You just give the ball to Larry Zonka over and over and over again, and you can't stop it. And it's fitting that the 49ers are bringing that kind of an offense to Miami for this Super Bowl. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, Zonka and in, in the whole team in the 70s. What a it great gets, football name. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. just it's it just reeks of power running like and I'm going to run you over. You got Zonka'd. Yeah, right? you can close your eyes and see Larry Zonka even if you've never seen a picture of him. It's like it's it's almost like Gronk in the name, Zonk. Remember Max Strong? Right. I do. Fullbacks, Seahawks. I mean, we're we're listing the power rankings in Miami, and I mean, this is going to be Captain Obvious, but like, I'm going to go with the reason like everybody comes here: the beach. All right, the beach. That's what I'm taking as my second Lame. round pick. Yeah, yeah. There's, be- you know, there's beach in other like the whole. I don't care. More people are coming to this beach than they are in South Carolina. You grew up in New Jersey. There's beach there. I know, but this is a special beach. And look at you, that. You, That's you, the beach you look at those. Is talking about. Look at those hot bods right there. <laughs> it's hot. Those are some hot bods. Right there, there right it there. is. Hyman Roth lost his cane. Come yes. on, the beach in Miami, the 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 things you can see. I mean, you can have a drink and a margarita on the beach. Can't do it maybe anywhere do else. Maybe You're do right. it some other other places. It's I don't not legal you know. here yet. No, I know, but you know, come on, it's in Florida. Everything's legal. I feel like. All right, well, I'll one up you, Sims, yeah, because you're not obvious. a big thinker. How about the weather? <laughs> The weather is a lot better than the beach. You don't have to go to the beach. You can be at the pool. The weather is all-encompassing. You come here for the weather. All right, I'm going to take it in a different path. Because you know the sun? No, no. I, I'm Ray gonna, Baker. I'm, I'm going to go with alleggators. Because there's oh, else, you, you're a big alligator. There are, there are very limited areas in our civilization, right? right? There's other places in the world where there's... The, the risk that we're not at the top of the food chain, yeah. right? That's one of the benefits of being an American. We are at the top of the food chain, and we eat everything. Yep. In Florida, there's something that can eat you. So mm-hmm. I got to respect that. Yeah. I got to respect if, if uh, Miami has something that can eat me. There's two things, really. 
because they got the alligators and then they have the python problem too. Ooh. Like there's two things that could eat you. Didn't Plus you go into that. the you go into the beach and the ocean. I'm, I'm, I'm and not little as, Jawsy might hey, be there. I'm not as fast to... as I used to be, but I can still outmaneuver a python. You think so? Alligator, no I'm not taking my chance. No chance. Uh, I appreciate you saying there's something that can eat me here in Miami. Talking <laughs> about alligators. When you have a live show tonight, should we plug it? Because the people are going to come and have well, a chance to eat Mike Florian. Yeah, we, <laughs> we don't need to plug it. They already know. It's yeah. already sold out. It is. It's sold out. We told them you would be there. That's why it's sold out. Oh. Are you coming? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Scarface. Okay, that's where I'm going in round three. Scarface. Bad I mean, message to the kids. Uh, yeah, I know. I'll, I, I'm not kid friendly. Don't if you're under 18, don't turn on my podcast. I'm yeah. a bad message for the kids there. But yeah, I'm going with Scarface. I, you know, I mean, but you know, when you say say hello to my little friend, it has a very different meaning. Who's the bad when, guy? Than when. Why does that? <laughs> Never mind. Who's I was the bad say. Guy? Why? But Scarface is like, come on. I mean, you know, he was like right out here, like not far from us out there in like that little shootout on the street. Why he's up in the bathroom mm-hmm. getting beat up mm-hmm. and the, and his friends and the, the he's hitting on girls out in the street. Right. Yep. All that, that was right here, right around the corner. I mean, that was going to be my third pick. So I don't have a third yes, pick right now. So the Scarface I'm poster. Until a third pick pops into my head. I'm going to say the fashion. The fashion is great. Oh, yeah. And you wear a Hawaiian jacket. shirt. You get a new jacket no, but there's every something cool. day. Now, let me, listen to me. There's something cool about being in Miami. The colors, maybe it's the colors is my pick. The yeah. colors, you know, you know, Technicolor pink, turquoise, all these different things. It's cool to be here. The fashion, the architecture. Now I'm doing like six picks. You are. One. I know. What are you culture, taking? The colors? The, the culture. Lights? The culture is what I landed The culture. On. You became Final more- answer. The culture. <laughs> That's good. It's That's great here. I, I, you know, and I have to, I have to go with one of my own personal vices and weaknesses. Oh, wait, we're close to Cuba. Oh, you, you, you Cuban a, cigars. A cigar. I, I had a guy give me one the other day. I've seen, I've seen the the, the cigar yeah. shop by my hotel every day, and I've resisted going because this is supposed to be a cigar-free week for me. Right, right. I'm trying to, I'm trying to balance out all the ones I smoke. Well, you're already sick, season. so yeah, that's, and it may have something to do with mm-hmm. uh, the cigars, but, but nevertheless, uh, I'll go, I'll go with the cigars. We bring some home, possibly. You're allowed you to travel those? with those, right? Yeah, yeah you, you sure? travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you are. Depending upon, depending upon what's I'll in the cigars. I'll tweet a TSA yes, right now. <laughs> the TSA. Do we have another round, or I'll is ask. that it? Uh, no, that that was it. But like, we didn't talk about Miami Vice. We never oh, got into yeah. that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don Johnson, he wore a more colorful jacket than you. The Heat, right? Miami Heat. Little LeBron coming to Miami. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in college when Miami Vice first became a thing. It, it that was like a. a, a a nationwide, if not worldwide, phenomenon. It was so big, it burned yeah. so bright. And when you watch the show, it really wasn't that great. It was just so different than anything else that was on TV. It was like a movie that was on TV. I, I, I was spending a million kid. dollars an episode, which was a huge, huge expenditure yeah. at the time. But it like took it pushed TV to a new level. Well, there was also what? How many shows were on TV? There were like three Four? channels. Four? Yeah, right. So, but it, I did. I used to even as a little kid, I had no idea what was going on in the show, and I would turn it on because I'd be like, "Oh, these guys dress cool, it's and we- they're in cool cars." Like I just was in, intrigued by that. It's weird it hasn't been remade. Has it not been remade? Didn't they do a movie? I yeah, but as a show. Yeah, no, you're right. It has not. We should probably pitch that to Netflix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's right. Second. Off you go. Now that you have, now, now, now that you have real money, you can like become a producer. Correct. Yes. I'm a. I, yeah, I'll be the brains behind the different whole kind of gambling. Right. Right. Exactly. We didn't bring any of like the. I mean, okay, we got Larry Zonko. This we is like the eleventh Devin Shula. Hester. Yeah. I mean, we didn't. We we really dropped the ball on some football How about Devin Hester? Played it Miami. Super Bowl runs the first kickback. 
I don't know what happened after that. Well, you hit the hurricane. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. We talked yesterday about Tony Dungy specifically having the strategy before the game that they were not going to kick it to him under any circumstance. The night before the game, he said, screw it. We're not going to shy away from it. We're not going to reside in our fears. They kicked it to him. He scored a touchdown. I count that, that as a Bears Super Bowl, that one play. Yeah, one play? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd yep. say that. that, that then, it, you know. then it started raining Manning Flat, bombs yeah, and, and water. Red did you, Grossman did you, just like, yeah. ball kept on slipping. In it was moment. like, I can't believe this happened. I mean, Devin Hester was, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, right? I don't know. Deion he Sanders, be. too many guys are getting in. That, well, Devin Hester right about that. was... And and we I think we have talked about this. There will never be anyone who will break Devin Hester's records or be as electric as him because the kickoff is no longer no, in football. No, yeah, it's not the same. So he is going to be, and you could probably say it for the next hundred years, the greatest kick return and punt return of all time. He has to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, you're right. Well, and it was it was rare too because they could never really find a position for him on offense. Like Tyree well, Kill could probably be the greatest punt returner, kick returner of all time, but he's actually the hands, good receiver, the yeah. route running. Yeah, he could right. have run the routes. He could. Yeah. And, right. and I'd I'd like to think a guy like Kyle Shanahan could come up with a way to, to use get him. Devin Hester incorporated. Are you saying Lovey Smith wasn't an offensive mind? I'm just saying that they didn't come up with a way to incorporate him into the offense. <laughs> they paid see? him all that money. I know, I know. He it, was going it, to I do remember more, the year where it. I was like, this is the year. Devin Hester is going to be a wide receiver. And, it, you know, it's the not everyone. It's crazy to, to say, but guys can have speed. But running the routes, catching the ball, it's a totally different it's game. Getting different off the game. line of scrimmage. Sure. I mean, right. a lot of fast guys cannot get off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. yeah. Are we going to see Tyree Kill? What do you think this week? Like returning kicks and punts? Well, yeah, they have Nicole Hartman. They don't need to. Well, I know, no, he but does last week he did yeah. it. I mean, he fumbled the ball on the own five-yard line against the yeah. Texans, remember? I'd, I'd, I'd stick with Nicole Hartman. Yeah, just not not, not I would, take a chance I wouldn't take him a chance. Botching, take a a, chance. botching a punt and yeah. fumbling and doing something like that. That offense is going to be very difficult to stop. I mean, the more I think about it, we got to make our picks tonight. The Chiefs. The more, oh, we, really? the more I, think, I keep going back and forth. As the week forth, goes on, he's I more go leaning towards Kansas City. I've noticed that with Mike just in our comments. I think he came here thinking he was going to pick the 49ers. And I feel like the last few days, he's been a lot of like, it's very evenly matched and Mahomes. And I can just feel it in him that he is leaning more Chiefs. And I think that's the official I pick like, well, I'll take the our Chiefs, podcast. Maybe it'll get some of the Chiefs fans off. Of me. Yeah, oh. that's not going to happen. I'm happy that it took you to midway through week 20 of the NFL season to realize, to realize the that the offense of the Chiefs is going to be hard to stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it takes some time to let these ideas properly percolate. <laughs> just got here. Yeah. And that means they'll score three points in the Super Bowl. <laughs> 13 to three, just like last year. <laughs> yeah. No chance. If it was 13 to no. three. No, chance. but you would have said no chance last year. No. Well, I mean, I don't know if I would have. I could, I said could have seen low scoring. I don't know. You're right. Thirteen to three. I don't think I would have saw that coming. Yeah, I had the over. Yeah, you had the over. What yep. was it? What was it? It was like fifty five or something. I mean, it was something ridiculous. I lost it by forty points. Yeah, or something. close one there. Yeah. It's All right. Historic. We're gonna take a break. We've got both Brian Dawkins and Saquon. Oh, look at that. baby. Really? Really? Oh, we forgot. Oh, I'm Tony Montana. Montana. Yeah. How, well, of course you're Tony Montana. You're a mega Florio. All right. <laughs> we got to take a break. <laughs> Brian Dawkins uh, is going to join us here at PFT Live right after this. Man, I look good. And we're back. Getting geared up for a Chiefs Niners showdown this Sunday. We're breaking it down, then putting it all back together. Now, back to Pro Football Talk Live. Here's Mike Florio. There he is, Brian Dawkins, a.k.a. Weapon X, getting the crowd what a going, psycho. getting the team going. <laughs> One of the best defensive players in NFL history, member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and here he is 
with us at Pro Football Talk Live in Miami for the Super Bowl. A former teammate of Chris Sims. One of my favorite teammates ever. I don't know. I'm sure he doesn't feel the same way, but <laughs> I knew I was in the presence of a Hall of Famer and a guy that, Mike, I'm just going to say it, and I know you've heard me say this before, it's the greatest transformation of a human being on a weekly basis you could ever imagine. Because Brian is soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. He's a great man, a great leader. But I can still remember week one of the NFL season that year in Denver, and I walked in the locker room, and I went, where did that soft-spoken nice guy go? Because Wolverine came out, That's right. and it is unbelievable. The biggest game day transformation ever, and I'm, I'm still amazed by how you did that. How did that happen? Was it natural, or did you have to, did you have to like, pull the cord on the lawnmower to get it going? No, there is no cords. Matter of fact, I had to like, hold myself back a lot. I like, figured. Game day, as, as it got closer and closer to, to that time to go out to, to, to do what I needed to do. I had to hold that energy in. And the reason why I used to scream so much is because I was trying to get some of the energy out. I, so yeah, I had right. so much energy bottled, bottled right. up. But you know what? It's, it's, it's the love of the game. I loved it so much. I was blessed to do it at a high level. And it was, wasn't too many things I would not do for my teammates. I don't care. If, I know I only played in Denver for three years, but yeah. for those three years, whatever I can do for that team, I was going to do it. And I tried my best to. Yeah, I, I mean, he, 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 was, he was the leader of the locker room almost instantaneously. I mean, he knew he was the leader of the locker room, Mike. He had two lockers, <laughs> okay? He got two lockers, one for Brian Dawkins and then one for all of his Wolverine Weapon stuff X. next to it. Weapon he had X. it all of it there, all yeah. of it there. So, uh, But it was amazing watching B-Doc. I mean, you're the man, and uh, I love that time with you, man. You, yeah. You were with the Eagles for Super Bowl 39. Andy Reid, the head coach. What's the one immediate memory that comes to mind when you think of your experience in Jacksonville in that game? Nah, we lost. That's the immediate reaction that I get. Um, you know, obviously to beat Atlanta to get there in the first place was huge because we had, at that time, I think we lost, what, three in a row, three NFC championships mm-hmm. in a game in a row, three or right. four at that time. And so to finally get past that hump to get there was a thrill in itself. To be back home in Jacksonville was a thrill to be back. But the end result was, was we lost. And so to have him back in this, uh, with this opportunity to win um, is tr- tremendous. And you know, I know for me, I- I'm, I'm going to share some tears if that happens for him, big yeah. time. If you, if you went back, I mean, that was a great Eagles team you had, uh, obviously, to, to go to the, all the championship games and finally get to the Super Bowl. You think if you played that Patriot team like 10 times, right? Yeah. And I know this is hard for to say, and you're not this kind of guy. Like, what do you what do you think? Ten times, like, what do you think the record would be there between you two going back and forth? Because I thought that was a very it, evenly matched it, Super Bowl. So it would be, it would be, I would believe it would be closer to 50-50. Yeah, right. Seriously, because yeah. you like you, we lost by what three points? Yeah, and not with that with a not healthy to. Yes, and right. so you, all those and injuries are part of the game, and we, I don't ever put those yeah. in there. Um, but the the mistakes that we made, I always remember this for about that game. The, the mistakes were the things that we didn't do in the last four minutes. Yeah. To me, is what sealed the fate of that team, of, of that uh, of that team, and that's offensively and defensively. Yeah, yeah. So you got, you made some mistakes that yes. were glaring to you that Absolutely. that you think ruined the game for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Looking at today's NFL, Brian, who do you see that reminds you of yourself playing the safety <sighs> position? Man, you know what i I don't like to do that because I, I don't like to like kind of put my hand on somebody's head and like this is my little brother like thing. I, I like energy. I'm an energy dude, and when I see guys playing the game with that type of energy, and you, you're speaking of of the teams that they're going to play in, in a couple of days, you know, when you have a defense and it's led by a safety, yeah, a versatile safety, right? And you, y'all know who That's I'm talking about, Honey Badger, Honey Badger. Tyron Matthew, right? The way he plays the game, yeah, like there's an energy he brings to the game, and I always said it like this: like when he plays the game. The way that he plays it, he invites other people to his party. 
So now his teammates want to get involved and have a good time because of the energy that he can bring. But to me, because he's such a versatile dude, he's just not good in one area. He can cover. He can go deep if you want. He can get close to the line of scrimmage. He can blitz. So he can do everything that you can do as a playmaker to cause a game to turn in your favor. That's what I love about him. Yeah, you, uh, I mean, he is. Honey Badger's phenomenal that way. He's like you in a lot of ways. I mean, I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer quite yet, but a quarterback of the defense Absolutely. and the emotional leader. Now, another guy I want to ask you about, like Troy Palomalo being up for the Hall of Fame this year. What, what about his game? Because he's not like the vocal kind of guy like you or Honey Badger was, but certainly effective. Like what will you always remember about his career? Because I expect him to be in the Hall of Fame as a first I, ballot guy. You know what? Troy... He, he had instincts to do some of the things that he did, and he had the freedom, the green light to just go. Right. Um, you know, we would be watching films sometimes of this joke, and he would have curl flat to the right side of the field. He would line up on the left side, the whole part, first part yeah, of the snap cadence, cadence right? and all of a sudden when the ball is snapped, you see him sprinting across the field to the, get to the other side. Yeah. Or he would have deep, like middle or something like that, and he would see him blitzing in the A-gap. Right. So he was, you know, I, I, heard, I saw this online the other day. He was really like almost like the junior sale yes. of the safety position. Yes. Like he was able to just jump stuff and go get stuff, right. but he could do it, and he did it. Yeah. Hey, before we run out of time, you got a great cause that you're here today on behalf of caninesforwarriors.org, yep. and you got one of them with you. That's right. Uh, Always love it when the dog's around. Awesome. Tell us about it. So, I've been blessed to wear the number 20 um, throughout my career. And when I caught wind of this statistic, not just this, but this statistic blew me away that um, we lose 20 vets per day to suicide. And so, if we can do anything to help that out, and canines for warriors um, is is a place that they can go to, to receive or to, to, to have someone introduce into the family. Right. Because when you get a service dog, I have two dogs myself, and they're a part of the family. Yeah, right. I'm with you. Me and, and so, us too. Absolutely. So you yeah. know how that feels. You know yeah. how you come home and right. you're having a bad day and the dog wants you to. It's like you know, one of my rub. kids. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so think about that when you're having someone who's dealt with some of the things that, you know, Jason has dealt with. Sure. So that he can come home to help you come down off your emotions sometimes, helps people out of depressive stuff depressive states yeah and so i want to do everything that i can to bring awareness to it so that people can donate at least twenty dollars to help in this regard we got to take a quick break we'll have more on caninesforwarriors.org Ball fever continues now on NBC Sports Radio. You're reporting live from Radio Row at Super Bowl 54 in Miami. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, back to your host, Mike Mike Florio. We are back here in Miami. Super Bowl 54 coming in just four days. Big Cat is back. We spoke to Brian Dawkins. Check out that canine for warriors.org website and support them as you can. What a great, great cause that is. All right, so Bill Belichick, his team not in the Super Bowl for the first time. It seems like in forever. It's weird, it is weird being here and not having the Patriots here. So we still need to have Bill Belichick involved so we can feel normal. We're going to play a little game. Guess who Bill Belichick is talking about? Oh, I like it. Is it right? a Patriot or anyone else? It's I think it could be I anyone. Think, I think it's somebody on the Chief. It's a Chief. Ah. Right? We've got four different clips from Bill Belichick. Let's begin. Here's Bill Belichick talking about somebody, and we'll try to figure out who it is on the other side. But he's a very instinctive player. He just recognizes things and you know, pulls the trigger and reacts to it quickly. And 
you gotta kind of got to be careful with him. See, he can anticipate things, and you know he's got good quickness. You know, I think they're setting us up. They want us to think it's Patrick. Wait, Mahomes. it's Matt Moore. The poll, the poll, it's 100% the, Matt Moore. Pulls the trigger, you think it's the quarterback. No, it's Matt Moore. No, but Matt Moore wasn't playing when they. No, when they, Matt Moore was a, playing when they jerk. played in the Dolphins. Yeah, that, that's entirely and Bill possible. Bill Belichick definitely complimented Matt no Moore. Way. There's well, no way. So you're I, guessing. Maybe I'm, I'm outsmarting the computer here. I think you are. Because you can definitely yeah. find Bill Belichick complimenting Matt Moore at that level. So, okay, it's not I'm going to say it's Tyron Matthew. You think it's Tyron Matthew. Man, huh. I, I'm going to go with Mahomes. I'm not sure who the hell it is. I'm going to go with Mahomes. And who is it? Do we know who it is? Who is it? Do we know who it is? It is Tyron oh, Matthew. Oh, yes. you have cheated. No, yes. Nobody told me the answer good in advance. Yes, All right, let's try it again. It I'm one for one. I may sit it out. I may just rest with a perfect record. Yeah, you're so Here's awesome. more from Bill Belichick. I'm going to answer Shut Matt up. Moore every time. You're amazing. He's a very explosive guy. He's tough with the ball in his hands. 20 yards a catch. Uh, easy. Well, that narrows it down considerably. Tyreek Hill. It's not Tyron Matthew this time. <laughs> I'll go with Travis Kelsey. It's got to be Tyreek Hill. He's yeah. the only guy that's getting 20 yards. Yeah, well, I can't say the same answer. You know what, though? It could Matt be next Moore. level. I think it's Sammy Watkins. Oh, okay. I think it's Sammy Watkins. You cheated. Who I is don't it? think so. They're not asking him about Who Sammy Watkins. It? It's Mecole Hardman. Whoa. All wrong. Mecole Hardman. Is that right? Yeah. 20 yards of catch. Wow. And wow. 50 Fine. yards in return. I want to Nicole find a Hartman. quote of Bill Belichick on Matt Moore. Now I'm uh, All right, he's going to guess brain, Matt Moore for everyone. Let's go with the next one. What's explosive. next for Bill Belichick? He's one of the best receivers in the league. He's their leading receiver. You can put him up against any receiver in the league, and statistically he'll match up with any other, anybody who want to get put him against. All right, right Tyree Kill. They want it to be Tyree Kill. I bet it's Travis Kelsey. Sammy Watkins. We're just doing a little musical Matt chairs. Moore? Matt Moore. <laughs> Matt Moore. All right, who is that one, Stats? That's Travis Kelsey. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm two out of three. That's you are. You're killing it. All I right. got them all right here in front of me. All right. One more from Bill Belichick discussing a random generic Kansas City. Tyreek Hill. Here we go. He's an outstanding player. I mean, he makes plays. Very few other players in the league can make it his position. That one's easy. That's Patrick Mahomes. That's, that's Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. That's, 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 that's Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. That's, you don't even tell me. That one's Patrick Mahomes. All right. Ready for this? It could be Tyreek Hill. You found a quote on Matt They Moore? can throw the ball well. They're smart. They can handle the different looks that Coach Gase gives them to make the defense declare what they're in, and they attack it. So I think they have a very good and healthy quarterback situation. They have two guys that can come in and play a high level and move the ball and score points for their team. So it's a good position the Dolphins put themselves in. Uh, Matt Moore and? Ryan Tannehill. Jay Cutler. Oh, Jake that is at when Ryan Tannehill was injured. Yeah, you can find a Bill Belichick saying you are a fantastic football player about anyone about who's anybody. ever played the You're NFL. Right. No, yeah. that's the just because of it. you carry around in your phone a copy of everything that anyone has ever said good about Jake Cutler. Uh-huh. And you incidentally had the match. And you're not on the phone. There. No, that's want to rectify that. No, I don't. Okay, you don't no. watch very Cavalieri. The uh, no, Matt Moore was the Miami Dolphins team MVP in 2011. 2005 wow. before they drafted Ryan Tannehill. Wow. Congratulations, what Matt Moore, for being our team MVP. Yes. We're taking Ryan Tannehill. Yes. I just love how Belichick explaining each player, it just never changes. Never it's unreal. changes. I mean, it's unreal. The same the same tone, the same face, you know, the same surly little attitude that he's just annoyed that he's got to explain these guys to the media. Do you think this Super Bowl doesn't have a lot of buzz because of the lack of the Patriots? Because it does feel a little different. I think it may, might not be because of the lack of the Patriots, but because both these teams are well-liked. I don't know if anyone really hates 
the yeah, 49ers. So polarizing. Eighth, yeah. The Chiefs. I think a lot of people, if you're not a Chiefs or a 49ers fan, you're excited for this game, but you're not passionate like, I really hope this team wins. There's no villain. Right. There's no villain. And the idea is it's almost like they're both going to win. Well, no, somebody is ultimately going to lose this game. That's the thing. It's going to dawn on us at some point. They both can't win. It feels like they both should win. It feels like they both could win. It feels like they both deserve to win. Yeah. Somebody's going to lose and somebody's going to have to deal with the aftermath of that for the rest of the offseason. And it's always going to be on their on their legacy. They're going to be a choke artist. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's obviously uh, we, we're hearing already the what the secondary market for these tickets is as high as they've been in a yeah. long time. Right. Yeah. So there's obviously buzz about the game. But you're right. You know, I don't know. The, the Patriots just have such a brand name right now well, to even, where even, even Super like Bowl 50 you know, with Peyton Manning. Like that's a that's a built in storyline. Peyton you're Manning's right. last ride. Grandmas know about the Patriots. You know it, what I mean? It's not as exciting to talk about two teams that feel like they're on the ascent and will be here a lot. It's more exciting to talk about teams, guys, you know, on their way out. Is this their last ride? That's the Super Bowl memories. Well, remember. and a dynasty too. Right. You know, the greatness yeah. of that where it's like, yeah, either they're loved because of the dynasty or everybody's like, I can't stand them anymore. I'm so sick of seeing them on TV on Super Bowl Sunday that I'd like them to lose. I think that's the effect you but get. But, you know, that's a good point. With the Patriots the past few years, there's been this sense that they're somehow finding one more path right. back, and this has to be it. This has to be it. For these two teams, it does feel like it's the front end, and maybe they both will be back It's like next Patriots year. Rams, I feel like in the early 2000s almost. This is where I feel like this. Like the 49ers are one of those teams that come out of nowhere, and now we see them and go, ooh, they have a chance to be really special. And then, like, the Chiefs are almost like the greatest show on turf back then where you're just going, man, it's going to be – they're going to be throwing yards and being in the playoff conversation every year. Do you think the 49ers really came out of nowhere? Am I making this up? But last year – before, But, yeah, but But Jimmy G got hurt. Yeah. And before Jimmy G got hurt, everyone was picking them to be a dark horse team in the playoffs. Right. So, I I kind of – I'm not – saying I expected them in the Super Bowl, but I expected them to be good this year. Yeah. I didn't. I really didn't. I'll admit yeah. it. Well, I you're did. not smart. But but they're in the division with the Seahawks and the Rams. Right. I thought they were going to have a hell of a time there. And and I was I was very skeptical about Jimmy Garoppolo. I really was. Yeah, I thought I between that. the you know they they say it takes a full calendar year minimum before you even begin to feel normal after you tear an ACL. He had the 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 moment in training camp where he threw five straight interceptions. He was talking in the preseason this goofy thing about it's good to throw interceptions in preseason games. It's like this guy's not ready. I, I thought I thought he was going to be the reason why they they did not deliver offensively. Another Mike Florio take for you because I'm about to leave and you guys have another two hours, so I'm going to give you something. Give us some gold. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, you, what is it, 15 months, 16 months since he tore his ACL? Is this extra time off? Is he finally going to be 100% for the Super Bowl for the first time since he tore his ACL? Because he didn't, what? Because he hasn't been 100 percent until Sunday. I, I, no, that's not him. That's the more time, the better it no, gets. No, no, I'm not going there with. Okay, I'm not going there with all right. This give could us, be the best pick. we see. Give us your pick and your MVP. I'll and take the go. 49ers, and I will take if 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 the voters understand what blocking looks like. George Kittle. Kittle. You just want you're, you're making it up to him still. To your buddy, for picking Travis Kelsey over him to have a yes. bigger game. George you're Kittle. still rehabbing can they give the mvp of the winning team to the coach's friend who has a tattoo on his ankle of him you're very funny yeah <laughs> i can just they? some credit I can you ankle. i don't need the mvp i just want to ring yeah you, you should get the ring. mvp <laughs> all right I, I think there's a chance that the 49ers win and mahomes is the mvp I no my god there we go I, I have a hard time believing that i think that i love that you're so you're beautiful baby back right after this
With more live Radio Road coverage from Super Bowl 54 in Miami. We are NBC Sports Radio. And this is Pro Football Talk Live. Can I touch your legs? Can I just get oh, a Oh, man. Saquon Barkley. Sorry. I had to cross that line. I got a man crush on him. I had to feel it. Those are some of the most... Impressive leg. I went like this, like, and, like, I wouldn't have been able to really squeeze, like, and give, like, the Vulcan death grip like that. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Don't do it now. Chris Sims (laughs) is already contemplating grabbing my leg and squeezing it as hard as he can. He's done it all the time. I've got scars there from it. I dare you to do it to Saquon Barkley. I mean, I know I can't. That thing is unreal. (laughs) Just seeing it here. It's unreal. All right. I mean, I talk about legs a lot. It's important for good football players. And you're still like the king of the world as far as legs are concerned. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. I I work hard. Uh, A lot of people love my legs. I get a lot of compliments on it. Yep. Um, Especially more than once I got to NFL. Um, I mean, I kind of have the same legs I had in college, but. Uh, I guess when Odell uh, called me Saquon, oh, went to another fell level. in love with it and it went to a whole nother level. What what kind of like I mean, what kind of what kind of stuff are we doing? Are you still doing like big weight? Will you like get underneath 450, 500 pounds and squat that way? Uh, that's what I'm gonna get back to this year. You are. Uh, I took I kind of got away from that last year. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna get back to that. That's that's kind of a thing I've been talking to, talking to with my strength coach at the Giants and uh, and my trainer with Ryan. Um, getting back to you know not crazy like how I was in college, right. but. Um, that's that's how I got to where I am. Yeah. That's who I am and um, why I turn away from me. I turn away from a little bit, but uh, let's get back to it. And I want to, you know, try to improve it. And I believe what you do in the weight room and especially what you do with your lower body and the position I play uh, translates right to the football field. Yeah. Saquon, how long does it take after the season ends for you to feel like you're, you're, you're back to normal, that you've recovered from what you've just gone through? Uh, for me, I, 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 got hurt, I got hurt early in the year. So um, I was struggling with, recovery in the beginning and I guess you could say in the middle of the season but uh as the end of the year my body started getting better and better so uh you know unfortunately we weren't we weren't good enough to be a playoff contender but if that was the case uh I felt like I was training upward um with how my body felt getting my speed back getting my strength my balance back um so right now I feel really good and that's why last year I took a little break off um uh, obviously with you know there's a lot of traveling and you know sometimes you do take a little vacation I just came from a little vacation but even on my vacation uh making sure that I do something active and stay active and um you know still have that that mindset of just continue to try to get better even in the earliest stage in the all season how do you process in your mind as you're going through a season and you know you've got an injury that for most guys they would take some time off and get better before they come back how do you how do you get yourself which you did keep going through it keep fighting even though you know you're not at the level you want to be because that injury is keeping you from getting there yeah you know for me it wasn't that I wasn't at the level I wanted to be. Um, you know, in my mind, I kept telling myself I was at the level that I wanted to be. Um, I kept telling myself I wasn't hurt. I kept telling myself, don't worry about it. Uh, trying to have that that mama mentality. Um, yeah. And that was, you know, that exactly. That was like my mindset to go into it. But then um, 
I had to go back and reflect on myself and see, uh, especially when we got into the bye week, uh, and see, like, what's going on. You know, a lot of people would, could make excuses, and a lot of people could say this and say that. Oh, you know, he's not having the same production because he hurt, or this and that and the third. But um, I didn't want to take that stand, so I just kind of just went back, uh, watched film myself, saw that, you know, I just got to, you know, I got to bring it to another level, um, and that's what my team expects from me, and then uh, kind of got back into my groove going later on to the year. Things seem like they're on the up and up altogether with the Giants. I mean, especially with you and Daniel Jones. I'm pumped. I'm a Giants yeah. fan. You know that, exactly. right? I mean, tell me the moment. Tell me something about Daniel Jones we don't know. What was the moment you knew, like, okay, this guy's got something. He can be, he can be special. You know, I think you go to practice and you see him in games and, you know, he, he can make the throws. He can make the runs. Uh, he, he can do all that stuff. But, you know, it's, it's kind of off the field for me, at least. Right. Um, you know, I remember he had a little, he got banged up a little bit and he's coming in at five o'clock in the morning because he don't want anyone to even know he's banged up. Yeah. Um, he just have that mindset. He's one of the first ones in, one of the last people to leave. Uh, obviously, he had a, you know, a great mentor in front of him with Eli Manning, um, but you, you, it's hard to find that at a young age. And it's, I keep saying young age, like, I, like I'm not. You're an man. old wise exactly, man. Right? Going to year three is crazy. <laughs> but um, you, you see that in him and that, that's the reason why I know that. And I don't, I don't think I know he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Take away talent, take away all that God-given ability, just off the you know the mentality and the work ethic that he has. And if he continue to have that, um, the future is going to be bright uh, for for not only for himself but for the New York Giants. Does he remind you of Eli, like the way he acts and handles himself? Yeah, I would say that. I mean, he definitely, definitely, I would definitely say he he reminds me of Eli. But um, you know, the, the, at the same time, there's two completely different players and two different two different complete uh, people. But uh, the mannerisms and the the way that they carry himself and yeah. uh, the way you got to be in New York, you got to deal with the media. The way he responds to the media, right? Um, and you know, uh, can, he can have a great game. He's still gonna come in and, and do what he need to do. Same like Eli, or he can not have the game that he would would love to have, and still gonna be that same guy no matter what. Same like Eli. So I see a lot of similarities. And Saquon, even though you've only got two seasons in the NFL, you got to mature quickly yeah. in professional football because things change fast. And now you're the guy that is the only thread back to when you arrive because the quarterback's gone, the coach is now gone, Joe Judge has taken over. What do you know about your new head coach? What can you tell us about him so that we can anticipate how this year is going to go? Yeah, I'm excited. Very excited. Um, not just only with Coach Judge, but with, with all the hirings, with, with Coach Garrett, and and from all the coordinators, and especially for me personally with with our, with our new running back coach. But uh, you know, I got to sit down with Coach Judge, and you know, what, what you can expect is that uh, I know he said in, in the interview that um, we're, we're going to be a team that you know we're not going to lose football games off of uh, you know details or mistakes. We're going to we're going to be make sure that we're focused. We're going to come and we're going to harp on the little things, um, and you know, he, he's going to set the mentality for the team and, uh, you know, set the standard in the culture. And, you know, it starts up there with him and then it goes down to me and to DJ and to all the other leaders and then it's so on and so on and trickles down. Um, so we just all got to buy in and believe in. And I think that, you know, from what, I, from what I've seen so far and obviously we haven't been in OTAs or practicing or haven't even seen a playbook yet, um, but just having a conversation with him, you could just see the way that he looks you in your eye when you're speaking to him, um, that he means that he's about business. And, um, you know, I, I love that and, and I'm truly, truly excited. Take yourself out of the equation. Who's the best running back in the NFL right now? Take myself out of the equation. Yeah. Um, I don't care about the year you had or not. I yeah. know you're one of the best. And, Thank you. I you appreciate know, I, that. We, um, we both would agree there, me and Mike. Mm. I mean, do you look at Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry finished the season off so yeah. strong that it's kind of hard not to not to say him. But 
Um, I'm gonna say Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, you like McCaffrey's game. I'm gonna say he's he's just yeah. all around. Um, you know, I, I trained with him. His his work ethic is is amazing. He's 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 a freak. Um, he can catch the ball. He can run the ball in between tackles, uh, outside of tackles. He he can pass block. He can do it all. And yeah. I think that's kind of where the game is evolving to, or or where the game is at right now yeah, for, right. for running backs. Right. Um, I think. You know, uh, after the season he had this year, I would say Christian McCaffrey. But uh, the way Derrick Henry finished the season off, um, he, he's definitely uh, he's, he's up going, there. He's up there yeah. for sure. Yeah. How much do you plan, Saquon, to talk to a guy like Ezekiel Elliott just to get more information about Jason Garrett and playing in his offense? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely. You know, I, I, I know Zeke pretty well. I'm definitely going to uh, hit him up or you know get it probably down here in Miami, get a time to talk to him and chop it up. But uh, I don't need to talk to Zeke to know uh, how uh, Coach Garrett likes to use the running backs. Um, I, I've got to see for two years and got to play against Zeke for two years, obviously in college too, but in the NFL and um, watch a lot of film on those guys because, you know, obviously in the same division, we play a lot of teams. And, um, you know, I love the way that they use not only not only just Zeke. Uh, you know, Zeke had a great years there, Dak, Amari Cooper, um, all those slot wide receivers, yeah. like the tight ends. Right. And, you know, I think yeah, what we have – yeah, offense is really good yeah. and I think what we have and the scheme and the talent that we have um, you know it, sky's the limit but uh, obviously you got to come back to like I said what Coach, what Coach Judge is going to set the standard and come and make sure we're focused and detail in it and um, also got to find a way to stay healthy yeah. Tell us about Old Spice, man. What are you Old doing? Old Spice, yeah. yeah. Old Spice. I'm here with Old Spice with the ultra smooth new line. Um, you guys know me. Um, You're ultra smooth. Exactly. Ultra smooth. <laughs> I'm a low-key guy. Um, and they got low-key scents. Um, they got deodorant, face body wash. The face body wash is actually dermatology tested, um, which is, you know, a lot of people can't say that. And, um, you know, I've used the product. I love the product. And uh, it's in stores and shelves now. So make sure you guys go get that. Yeah, no, I'm an Old Spice guy. And I did this yesterday with Alvin Kamara, too, because he was here. Do it again. I am <laughs> do it again i'm gonna open this up so i smell good i'm gonna dab it on my because i feel like i'm getting a little sweaty under there all right so i'm doing that okay you want some i still no i don't it goes on the inside i don't don't know how many times i have to explain i was so confused for a second right there i was like like, how are we going to do this but (laughs) But i tell you it wasn't a fluke yesterday with alvin Kamara. this is the new old spice look the darker red. i like it even this upgrade it's an upgrade i like spice next level with Saquon Barkley. Well, I want to know, uh, we got to get who he's going to pick in the Super Bowl, too. You got yeah. off the hook. We want to pick. I want an MVP, Saquon. Uh, MVP, too. Yeah. Dang, okay. A, yeah. I, that's, that's something new. I haven't got that yet. Um, okay. The Chiefs are amazing. Patrick Mahomes is oh, he's arguably picking the, the Niners. Best, yes, arguably <laughs> the best player in the NFL, him and Lamar Jackson. Uh, after the season, right? Um, but we're up against defense, the break. Yeah, hurry up. Defense yeah. wins games. Defense wins championships. Yeah. You got to be able to run the ball. So I would say 49 is going to win it. MVP. Jimmy G, George Kittle. All right, Whoa, there we go. Baby. Saquon Barkley. Thanks for some of your time. Good luck next year. We- the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.